will hit the floor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what's going on, kick-ass nation of misfits? This is Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Tonight, we're on episode number 34, and we are coming actually live. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yours truly is behind the microphone live to here to dazzle your brain and make you think a little bit differently about your past, present, and future. Um, so yeah, we're rocking this thing live in lieu of a pre-recorded podcast that we normally air every week here on the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network. Thank you, guys. So yeah, um, the name of the show is Raw and Unscripted with Christopher Rausch. And honestly, sometimes I do have certain things in my mind of what I want to get across and what kind of points I want to give, uh, maybe some tips and things of that nature to kind of keep me on point. But when I do the Facebook Lives, I really subscribe to that Raw and Unscripted because that's the reason why I came up with that title is that I wanted to be able to just come with my feelings and not have to be so planned and prepared and, you know, all those different things that we kind of go through in life where we have to think we're being judged and everything. And just to be able to come from the heart and just kind of just think organically, what's going to, what message is going to come to my mind today that's going to help speak to your guys' hearts, speak to your souls and kind of move you on your path to having a kick-ass 2020, which is what we're all here for. Hey, what's up guys? Hi, Trisha, Trisha. What's up? What's up? Um, so we're going to give a few minutes just for, for people to kind of get in here. Um, previously I, I posted on Facebook that if you had any questions just to go ahead and send them to me via private message. And I did a couple, I did get a couple of those. So we're going to be, uh, talking about those kind of kicking things off and just kind of see where the conversation flows from there. Um, uh, but if you still have messages or still have questions that you would like to ask, you can post them here live on the Facebook, uh, chat, or of course you can send them me private message because I have my phone. And if you send it to me, I promise I won't, uh, say your name. I won't spell it out loud. I won't give them your, your address or your email. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I want to thank you guys all for being here. Of course, you know, spending your Tuesday evenings with us here um, at the Raw and Unscripted with the Christopher Roush podcast. And uh, what do you think about 2020 so far? Is it, is it a good year for you? Are you, are you sticking to your resolutions and your goals? Uh, those are some of the topics that we've been discussing uh, over the last four episodes of this podcast, which was really about how you set goals, what kind of questions should you be asking yourself to stimulate thoughts, um, common reasons why people fail at their goals. So it was really a different aspect of goal setting because we've all heard the same shit usually over and over again, but I tried to bring it in such a way that maybe it caused you to think differently or act differently or plan differently um, because that's when, that's when the magic happens is when we start getting out of our comfort zone and we start getting creative and we start having fun with life again, then things start to happen organically. And that's kind of a tangent I've been on lately, but um, let's just see what's up, Janet. Hello. Hello. Um, oh, two Janets. Oh, how cool. That's, I got two, two of my favorite Janets just joined us. Hello guys. Hope you're doing well. Um, so yeah, I've been kind of touching base with some people, some former clients uh, here in January and some of the people I'm currently working with. And I'm thinking, I'm asking them already. I'm like, how's your 2020 going? Because, you know, we get all fired up. We think, oh yeah, you know, when it, when that clock strikes midnight and it's a brand new year and a brand new decade, I'm going to be, I'm going to stick to my goals this year. I've got them all written down. And what's funny, and it's not surprising is a lot of them said, oh man, I've already let, let go. I've already, you know, gotten lazy on these things. You know, Chris, why do we do that? Um, and it's very evident that we, we do that for a multitude of reasons. And a lot of it is what I explained here in the podcast um, about having a big enough why you really have to have enough pain and leverage in the game for you to truly change. We could want to change. We could pray to change. We can hope to change. But at the end of the day, unless there's enough pain and leverage involved, that's where the real magic happens. And that's, that's our choice. You know, we, we tend to go through life trying to avoid the painful parts of our life uh, when instead really they're there to teach us a lesson. 
And if we've learned from all of our past mistakes, then, and you look back on them now and you think of the lessons that you learned, we should have that same enthusiasm, that same, you know, outlook on our future instead of being so scared and so judgmental of ourselves. Like, what if we make a mistake? What if we lose this? What if we don't succeed? What if so-and-so thinks this of me? We still get caught up in that high school bullshit and it's not doing us any fucking good. It's only holding us back from living, from truly living an unstoppable life. I am case in point. I constantly do it to myself. I mean, it's amazing how much I have to coach myself on a daily basis just to just to keep fucking positive half the time because I'm just like you guys. I'm human and I have my faults and I you know think about things differently and sometimes go down those rabbit holes. But when there's that pain and that leverage and that and there's a, an excitement to go out there and risk and make a difference and, and go for your dreams and your passions, there's there's a newfound youth in in doing that, right? I think we get, we start getting older. People said, you know, when did you start getting old? And I said, when I stopped playing, you know, realistically, when you stop playing, that's why I love my son so much is we get to play a lot, you know, with race cars and, 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 uh, uh, trains and all sorts of differences. We just get to be creative. And when you think about it as adults, we were, we're told one day, like, stop acting like a kid, stop being juvenile, all this other shit. And so we go into our little box and we say, okay, we're going to be adults. Ooh, yay. Wow. This is so much fun. I couldn't wait till I was 18. Right. Uh, and I just want to be eight. Um, so you think about that when we compartmentalize our thoughts and our beliefs and it kind of just holds us in. But if you have an excitement and a playfulness that at least once a month, you're like once a month, I'm going to go do something that's outside my comfort zone. I'm going to go to open mic night and I'm going to speak my poetry. I'm going to, you know, sing a song. I'm going to go do something that just pushes the envelope a little bit further so that I continue to grow and gain that confidence to be able to have a kick-ass 2020. Because inevitably I see that people go back into their comfort zones and they're like, oh my God, it's so safe right here. You know, I wasn't ready. Maybe I did maybe I need to do more reading, maybe all this other shit. Um, no, you, we have to get started. You have to get started even before you're ready to get started. And that's something that I've struggled with a lot of my life. And that's perfectionism. I told you Ron and script, we're just going with this. Um, you know, we get, we get, we get this fear, this judgment of, of, if everything isn't right, then we're going to fail. But the, the fastest way to learn these things is to jump in with both feet and go for it and just see what happens and just know that you're going to land on your feet. You're going to survive. You're going to thrive and you're going to look back on this experience. And first of all, you're not going to be, you're going to be so proud of yourself because you took the initiative. That's going to be like 80% of the, the love you're going to give yourself is to be like, fuck, I finally did it. Right. You know, I've had this in my mind for 17 years and I finally did it. I mean, that's going to be like, whoo. Just think of what a different person you're going to be if you had, if you've been carrying around something for 17 years and finally one day you decide to let it go. I mean, that's that simple. It's like, you know, I was reading this, this story about people who, you know, were in a piss poor mood and then all of a sudden won a million dollars. Nothing really changed except for their outlook, you know, and that's something we all have control over. You know, we can control, uh, we can't control a lot of things in this life, but we can control what we think and what we choose to act on and the risks that we take. So I encourage you to go that route. Um, What's up guys? Uh, hello, hello. Thank you guys all for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's, um, before I ramble on too much, ramble on. Um, I did get a question. Um, I'm going to keep the person's name anonymous, uh, but uh, an excellent question that a lot of us should be asking ourselves and um, moving forward with. So it goes like this. Okay, you asked. Joy has been my focus, like as in joy, like in happiness. Uh, when does a person stop feeling sad, bad, or guilty for finally putting themselves first and doing exactly what makes them happy in life while being a kind human being, but also standing strong to never selling themselves short again, question mark, pivotal moment, pivotal moment in self growth, self growth. Um, look forward to it on the show, brother. Okay. So again, fan, 
fantastic question. You guys have heard me talk about it, but you know, who's the most important person in this life? Me, you, you're the most important person in your life, not your kids, not your husband, not your mom, not your dad. Nobody is more important than you because if, when you take care of yourself and you're in a zone, I call it, we call it the zone of, of excellence. Um, I think it's zone of excellence. Um, but anyways, when you're in your zone, when you're really in your groove and you're doing something that you don't even notice time passing by, when you're in that zone, I mean, that is just an amazing feeling. Um, but it starts with putting yourself first because so many people put everybody else first and they, they run on fumes like, oh, I gave this to that person. I did this and they want to be the hero or whatever, the martyr, you know, whatever it is might be. If you're not taking care of yourself first, then that's a problem. And I've struggled with that all my life. I will raise my hand, raise my hand. I will raise my hand because I'm such a people pleaser. I want to make everybody like me. I want to be significant in people's lives. Um, so I know I struggle with that. It's something that I've continued to work on and become better at for sure. Definitely in the last couple of years. And it's something that I continue to work on every single day. Um, so let's just go back to this. When does a person stop feeling sad, bad, or guilty for finally putting themselves first? Um, yeah, it, when you, when you stop feeling guilty, when you, when you really, it, away because what you should be feeling instead is proud, right? You know, if, if we give energy to the feelings that don't serve us, guess what we're going to do? We're going to look for validation for those feelings in our stories that we tell ourselves. I just heard something recently the other day that was pretty astounding and I knew it, but they said, even our own recollection of our memories is very distorted based on our perception of what our life view is at that moment. So I know I go back and I refer to a lot of stories, but I start to wonder like, how true are those stories anymore? Was that really how it happened? Or is that what I've made up in my mind that happened? And that is deep. That is deep. But when you really think about that, when you really think about it, am I recalling this, this memory accurately? Or am I recalling it in such a way that it, that, that it helps justify my position as a victim? And I struggle with that. That's why I hate talking about my homeless days and, you know, living on the streets and all that other stuff, because it was such a lifetime ago. I mean, yes, it made me who I am today. It helped me do that. But at the same time, that was such a story that was like, you know, the dark ages. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not me anymore. Um, so it's, but it's just, it's really crazy. So focus on what you're feeling. You know, if you're feeling um, guilty, ask yourself why, you know, maybe because you feel like you're letting somebody down. Okay. Maybe you're not. Maybe what you're doing is you're setting an example for somebody else that needs to be taking care of themselves first too. You know, there's, we got a world full of depressed people that are constantly vying and striving to get other people's attention, but they're not taking care of themselves. When in actuality, if that person's operating at 40% of their capacity and you take and you get them to invest in themselves and to believe in themselves and take risks from themselves and to, and to go for their own dreams for themselves. And now they're operating at an 80% level, you know, they're, they're, they're like 40% ahead. You know, just imagine the people that they're going to attract in their life. Maybe at this 40% level, they're attracting shit because that's what their negative, you know, outlook is. And they're trying to find that and they're drawing that by the law of attraction. That's another subject. Um, but if you're at 80%, you're going to attract a lot of people that are just like you, you know, go-getters and, and dreamers and believers and people that take risks and live life instead of existing in it, right? Then you, you start taking care of yourself. Then maybe, you know, if there's other people involved, you can help take care of other people a lot more effectively. You can give to charities and volunteer at places that makes your heart feel good. There's just so much more you can do when you take care of yourself. And it's not being selfish. You know, some people say, stop being selfish. And you think about when we were kids, oh yeah, stop being selfish. Well, what, what do you mean? Okay. I share my toys and everything. What would I have to give everything away? I mean, I struggle without my coaching. I give a lot of my coaching away for free. And my coach tells me, you know, you got to stop doing that shit. 
You know, you have to start, you have to start valuing the gift that you have and the focus and the energy and the commitment that you've taken to grow yourself as a coach, to grow yourself as a speaker, that you have to draw a line and have boundaries to say, no, I have value and I mean something. And I've struggled with that a lot of my life, you know, because of my childhood and the, the agreements that I made about my childhood. Yes, I've forgiven all of it. But in some respects, there's that still little kid inside of me that probably feels that way. You know, as I'm doing this reading on inner soul searching and past lives and everything, it's starting to make a lot of sense how we are really fucked up, not only between the age, the time we're born and five years old, but how we could potentially fucked up from past life experiences that we're still hanging on to on a, on a soul level. That's another subject. Uh, I'm going to be doing a podcast about that pretty soon too, because it's fascinating stuff. But my point is, Ray, that we have to um, feel that we, they were setting up the proper example for everybody also, and you still have a kind heart and you're still being generous with everything. So it's just about, um, embracing that, you know, having that feeling come up. And then instead of saying, God, I feel guilty instead replacing that with saying, God, I feel proud. And that's a super important delineation. And let's just talk about you know, why the reasons why we don't have those conversations or the reasons why we don't do those things is because it's awkward. You know, I'm going to treat myself to something. It's like, Oh, who are you? And what did you, you know, what ship did you drive in on? You know, I hope you're donating to charity and stuff like that. People need to get off their high horses. Um, but when you are, you know, living congruently and you're living within your passion and your means and you're treating yourself as though you're number one, which you are, then, that just draws more in. You, you wake up with a different attitude. You wake up with a different spring in your step. And maybe you've lost, you haven't had that spring in so long, you don't know what it means or how to find it anymore. That's where I come in. That's what, that's what, that's what coaching does. That's what having a mentor and a success person in your life is that they're going to ask you questions to things that you don't necessarily want answers to, but that you need to have answers to in order to move forward in your life. You know, I just did a whole podcast about that, which questions you can ask yourself to really stimulate thought and growth. And I hope you guys are taking those, taking those to heart and putting them on your mirror and putting them on places where you can see them because they're game changers. They're life changers. I know I'm living fucking proof. I mean, look at my life. I have a fantastic life. I mean, now I'm an entrepreneur full time. I'm doing my coaching full time. I'm doing consulting full time. You know, I'm enjoying life. I get to spend more time with my son. I get to spend more time with my family. You know, you know, everything is great. You know, I've got some health challenges and some other stuff going on. You know, life is not perfect by any stretch. You know, there's a whole new game that I'm playing, you know, having to survive on my own, but it's thrilling. You know, it's, it's about being alive. It's about being unstoppable. It's about being congruent. And again, you know, if you guys out there are, you know, playing the someday game, like, oh, someday when this happens or someday when that happens, you know, I'll do this. Or, or maybe if I do these three things, this situation will change and maybe that person will want to change or all that other stuff. Again, if you start putting yourself first, people are going to take notice. And I'm like, hey, what's going on with this? Well, you know what? I don't feel first in these situations. So here's what I got to do to take care of myself. And let's have a conversation, by the way, because I'm going to also put my needs and my wants out there publicly as opposed to keeping them inside and not wanting to hurt anybody's feelings. Tell me how many people have dealt with that. Yeah. You know, this is life, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, they sit there and say, you, you, you live, um, you, was it, you only die once, you know, it's no, 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 you, you, you die every day. You know, when you go to sleep every night and you sit there and think about your future and you're, and you're like just trying to survive until you get to Saturday and Sunday, you're just trying to survive until the next, you know, huge party. There's something that you have to look forward to. That's not a way of living, ladies and gentlemen. 
you know, time is very fucking short. Just look around you. I mean, for me, as old as I am now, as I mature as I am now, you know, I'm seeing more and more of my heroes dying. I'm seeing them all getting older, you know, dealing with looking older and, and all that other stuff. So, man, moments are amazing. And why we spend moments fretting and worrying about shit that's probably never going to happen. We're worrying about shit that really doesn't matter, you know, instead of taking care of ourselves, you know? I've, I've learned so many lessons in the last couple of years. You know, I always wanted these materialistic things. I had my vision board, you know, I want this, these kind of cars and these kind of houses and, and guitars and all this other stuff and, and just material things. And those are still important to me somewhat, but quite honestly, the simplicity of life, just being healthy, just having freedom, the freedom to choose where you go, the freedom to go to the bathroom when you need to, the freedom to walk without pain, the freedom to go make a difference in somebody else's lives. That's what's critical. That's what we need right now. We need to stop the divisiveness in the United States and all this other crap. Stop judging people. And the greed is phenomenally out of fucking control. It's going to ruin our entire fucking life, you know, between the greed and everything else. You know, we just got to center ourselves and, and really realize why we, why we are, why are we, edit, edit, no, <laughs> why we are here. You know, I just get, I get passionate about this because I know I'm going to watch this and I'm going to be like, Chris, yep, you need to pay attention to that. You need to pay attention to that because I'm right there with you guys. Um, fuck, where was I going? I knew that was going to happen. Um, life trajectory. Hi, we'll pause for just a brief moment while Christopher gets his fucking brain got back engaged. Um, let's just go ahead and uh, ask the, let me ask, answer the other question. You guys doing good? You guys have any questions? Feel free to post them in the thing. This is law. This is raw and unscripted. So um, let me know what you got going on and I'd be happy to answer it for you. By the way, thank you guys all for being here. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, let me just, uh, had it up here and then it's, um, uh, uh, is it? Um, oh, okay. Hey, Chris, appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you ask answering questions for us. Um, here it goes. Um, I've been in my job for quite some time now, and although I'm comfortable, it still is providing me quite a bit of stress. I, I don't get along with my coworkers very well, and I see myself doing something else, but everybody else wants me to stay here because it's safe and it's convenient. Um, what advice do you have for people who want to get out and do something else, but also want the comfort of a steady income? I know you have <laughs> recent experience with this. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So great question. Um, that's another thing that I deal with and I've dealt with myself is career transitions. You know, as we get older, do we want to be in the continued career that we're in the working for the job and the place that we do, or do we want and have those entrepreneurial dreams when we, we look at our life and want to do something different. We want to start a bakery business. We want to start, you know, a knitting thing. We want to start, you know, a home mechanics workshop thing. I don't know. When you think about those things, um, you got to start having a, developing a plan. That's why I started coaching and speaking and doing all these things while I still had a traditional day, day, day job for, since 2008, really. That's when I started taking all of this serious and I started doing my, um, when I incorporated and became uh, master motivators, that was 2008. So that is, uh, what is that? 2008, 2018. So it's 11 years. So I've been taking it serious for 11 years. 
Um, so you got to have that transition plan, but you also have to have a jumping off point. And sometimes those jumping off points are either handed to you or you make them. And in some situations, they're an amicable jumping off point, And then you just fly, you know, like um, if you guys go on YouTube, go on YouTube and, and, uh, and uh, look up Steve Harvey, um, the leap, I think it is, or jump, it's jump. And it's a, like a minute and a half video, but I guarantee you will not look at your life the same when you watch it because, you know, we all have to jump. That's what I was talking about before, taking risks, being alive, you know, living versus existing. Wherever you're at in your life, if you've got your legacy written down and you know what it is that you want to end up doing and being and standing for, and you want these, what this is what you want people at your funeral to say, then you've only got so many moments in the day to get that shit done. So again, you know, working from backwards forwards, what is the legacy that you want? What is it that you want to have made a difference in your life and figure out what the time plan is. There's an exercise I do with my clients. I just simply take a line and I write it across the, the piece of paper and I go 0, 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, all the way up to 100. And that's at 10 year increments of our life. And I say, okay, how old are you? And they say 42. And I, and I just scratch out everything before 42 because 42 is gone. Everything else before that. So you start looking at the window, you got 42 to 100. Like, okay, what's the average life expectancy of people in your family? 65. 65, little line right there. Average life expectancy of a man, 72. Okay, so we got that. So you're working with X amount of years, right? Yes. And then you suddenly see when you just, just do that simple exercise for yourself and look at your face in the mirror or videotape it because you're going to be like, oh, you know, I, I talked about it before. If I live to be average age, if I live to be 78, that's 28 years. That's only 28 summers. You know, that's that to put it in perspective, that's 28 more summers I get on this, on, on this planet. So that's if I'm doing good. So it's all about perspective. Um, so just do that and then sit there and say, okay, wow. So you've got X amount of years based on the bell curve of your genealogy and your health and everything, you know, you're going to, you're going to continue to decline unless you're doing massive things right now to take care of your health, which you guys know, taking care of yourself means taking care of your health, mental and physical. Um, hi, Teresa. Um, so you got to take care of your mental health and your physical health, especially if you think, okay, if I'm 42 and I want to get all these things accomplished by the time I'm 65 or 67 or whatever it is that you're going to do, then you got a lot of work to do. And that first and foremost starts with your sleep, your diet, um, you know, unloading unnecessary trash out of your brain and, and, and letting go of a lot of that past crap. That's another thing I work with my clients on is just purging all that historical shit. You'd be amazed at how much negative stuff I don't remember. And I love it. Just ask my wife. Um, so realistically, you know, working that plan backwards and then putting some skin in the game, putting some leverage in the game because you realize, oh, I was, I was planning on doing it, you know, in, in five years. Well, now you realize your, your goal is going to take 10 years and you've got 17 years left. Then look, you got to get started, right? That's that pain. That's that leverage. When I started this broadcast off talking about why do people change? Why have some people already stalled on their goals in 2020 and it's only January 21st? There's not enough pain involved. That's why I'm the no excuses coach, because with a lot of love and a lot of gentle persuasion and perspective changing, I get you to look at things differently and kind of go, shit, I need some hustle in my muscle right now. You know, it's kind of like getting that death diagnosis. If somebody, if somebody came to your door tomorrow, or if you talk to your doctor and somebody wouldn't come to your door, that's stupid. Um, if you talk to your doctor tomorrow and they said, you got three years to live, what would you do? Would you go like, okay, well, I'll stick with my day job maybe for another two years and the last year I'm going to take off. Or would you turn shit around? Right. You also heard me talk about a minute ago. Some people could be in a piss poor mood and you could call them their mood changes. The only thing that changed was their perspective about life. And that's what we get a gift for every day. You know, did you go in a room today and turn on a shower and fucking get hot water out of, out of the wall? You know, that's pretty cool stuff. You know, did you get to wipe your ass with toilet paper? That's a pretty cool stuff. Did you get to take a shit on your own without medical advice or medical devices, not medical advice? 
there's all these simplistic things in life that we take for granted. And again, going back to what is your legacy? What is your purpose? Is your purpose to amass a bunch of stuff to be able to leave it for your family to have to sell? Or is your is your legacy full of, of triumph and victory and, and pers- persevering through challenging times and going for your dreams and be able to say, holy shit, man, what a life, you know? That's where I'm at. I don't, I'd rather, I'd rather die at 62 and go, holy shit, what a ride than live to be 78 and go, damn, I should have done this. I could have done that. I would have done this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Regrets. That's what I'm also known for. No regrets, no excuses. That's what I'm here. That's why I love you guys. Um, so think about that. How long have we been going? Uh, 725. I want to guys respect your time. Um, so I hope that answers your question also. But realistically, you have to have a plan. You have to have a transition plan. You have to have people that support you and that are on board with you. That is super critical because in one respect, you can think you're the lone wolf and that you can get you can get by without their love or their approval or anything. But realistically, that will do something to your psyche underneath. It will undermine your success because in the back of your mind, you're always going to be thinking, oh shit, what if this does happen, right? Or oh shit, what if it doesn't happen? So you're going to constantly have that nagging thought in your mind. So you can think you can let it go and you have zero fucks to give, but we all fucks to give. Let's be honest. Um, And the sooner we're honest with ourselves, that's the sooner we start taking responsibility for ourselves. We start making different choices for ourselves and we start having different outcomes for ourselves and we start building confidence for ourselves. And then we start taking more risks and we start having more fun. We start living more. We start looking back at our life and go, why didn't I do it sooner? And then you look back and you go, what was the, what was the defining moment? Um, I got sick of the shit that was going on and I changed it. I got sick of the shit that was going on and I changed it. That's all that happens to have a massive shift in your life. To have a massive shift in your life. You just have to go, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm done. I'll revederci. Sayonara. I'm letting those beliefs go. I'm letting that baggage go. Right? I love it when they do the experiment with people who lost weight and they say, oh, here, strap on another 50 pounds and go walk around. And they put that 50 pounds back on. They're like, oh my God, how did I carry that around? Well, metaphorically speaking, and it works, it does. That's what the shit we're we're carrying around on ourselves, worrying about other people and taking care of other people. I've spent half of my life, most of my life, taking care of other people. And I've learned recently that you take care of people and you invest in them and you try and you try and you try and poof, you're gone. and you're not remembered. So think about all the shit you've done for people that you think, oh, one day, you know, for me, it's good karma because I just love helping people. And I think that's just, that's life. So that's just the type of person I am. I wish them well. Um, But, you know, realistically, um, life is short and you only get so many moments. So, ah, misfits for life. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen, um, get a hold of me, Christopher at ChristopherRash.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, Christopher at ChristopherRash.com. Would love to talk to you. Again, I'm doing this full time. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Support my baby. Support me. Support my wife. All right. Um, love you guys. You got no obligation. Phone call. We could spend an hour talking and seeing if it's a, if it's a fit for you. I uh, got some cool stuff coming out. I mean, we could be doing a webinar here pretty shortly, uh, making it price point affordable at $47. So get your $47 ready because we're going to be doing a kick-ass webinar with full of teaching and actual worksheets and stuff like that and visible results. So I got that shit coming. And um, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, we'd love to connect with you over on LinkedIn. Um, and um, that's a link on my website, by the way, ChristopherRoush.com. You can go there and get that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, thank you guys all for being here. You are 
insanely loved by me. I really, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Um, this goes out to you. I mean, this is, this is something that I started because I wanted to connect with you and I want to connect with you. And one thing that I see out in personal development land and I've experienced this firsthand is the people out there say shit that they don't subscribe to. They don't, they talk about stuff like they've been through it and they never have. They talk about their life being so fucking perfect that it isn't. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It's mind blowing. So I'm like, I want to be the motivational speaker, you know, the unmotivational speaker that comes to people and connects and says, Hey shit, I got life going on too. You know, some days I'm happy. Some days I'm depressed. Some days I feel really great. Some days I wonder why. And that's the God's honest truth. So fortunately I'm the, my own best client. So I keep myself out of the dirt most of the times, but I'm human. And I wanted that connection with you guys because that's what this life is about. It's not about hiding who we are. It's being who we are and, and, and rocking that, you know, fly your freak flag. You know, I always talk about it, gay, straight, fat, short, Republican, Democrat, independent, Christian, whatever the fuck label you want to put on it. We are all the same. We are all the same. And I, I, if I could ever get any message out to the world, like, you know, a big message, it would be this. Like I always, I do this at my speaking events, four or 500, 600 people in the room. Like, look around. Everybody starts looking around. I'm like, look at everybody. Look at the diversity in this room. Look at all the different stories and the different histories of everybody in this room. Nobody's had the same fucking life. 600 people, nobody's had the same fucking life, right? But yet we judge based on what we see in people and not what we know in people. We don't take the opportunity to say, hey, what are you about? What do you like? You know, what was your upbringing like? How did that taint your view of the world? Instead, we sit there and cast judgment and shadows and, and all this other bullshit to show how we're different and how potentially we're superior or mightier than the next person because we've got this or that. You know, we need to draw closer and to build each other up and to be a better example for our kids. You know, it's ridiculous, the, 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 the shittiness that's going on in the world. While simultaneously, there's so many beautiful things. I, I subscribe to news feeds that are all about positivity. So there are amazing, wonderful people out in this world. But if we focus on the news and we focus on the bullshit Facebook posts that try to get us to change our political views or whatever, shut the fuck up. Really? Your Facebook post isn't going to change my view about any political party. It's not going to change my view about fucking abortion. It's not going to change my view about gay straight. It's not going to change my view about anything. Sometimes I will actually entertain it depending how the person approaches the subject and I'll learn to understand better. That's one thing I'll do. But if it comes out right out of the gate, like, oh, this is what the problem with the Democrats are, then I just fucking tune out and I just keep scrolling, keep scrolling. But we need to be better because when you look around that room of all that diversified people, and you split us down the middle, we're all the same. We're all the same. Got hearts and livers and lungs and stomachs and pancreases and all that, if we're lucky. And guess what? They all look the same. They're all the same color. They all bleed the same color, right? How many times have you asked a white supremacist or somebody that's been in an auto accident or had an injury in the hospital, and have they ever asked what color the person was that got the blood? No. <laughs> and I would be surprised because if the doctor, if I ever got to ask that, I would just step on that person's you know, life support or something like that. But anyways, um, you know, we're all the same. That's the beauty of this world. We're all interconnected and we all just need to treat each other, treat each other with love and respect and make the world a kick-ass place. And I'm here to do that and help you guys with that. So with that, peace out. I'm going to go uh, say goodnight to my son and have some stories. I love you guys. Again, Christopher at ChristopherRosh.com and uh, share it if you care about it. I love you guys. Peace.